The Blind Man and the Elephant is a parable from India that has been adopted by many religions. It is published in various stories for adults and children. It is about a group of blind men who attempt to learn what an elephant is, each touching a different part and disagreeing on their findings. Their collective wisdom leads to the truth. This parable perfectly fits today's India. In different parts of the world, people think differently about India. For many, India is an enigma. India was ranked fifth as per GDP ranking before COVID messed up the world economy. But India is considered a poor country. India is ranked within the top 10 countries by area. The combination of population slash area slash GDP makes India a different country. On top of this, India is the largest democracy in the world. This makes it difficult to achieve anything in the country as politics, and courts make a deadly combination for delays. Getting things to move in India is like pushing a reluctant elephant. Somewhere India is called functioning anarchy. All true. But when people start talking rubbish selectively, I get irritated. I am still okay if non-Indians talk trash. But when people of Indian origin start writing foolish things, they need to be told in no uncertain terms. What these people do is whenever it is suitable, they will take numbers for discussions, otherwise, they will take percentage. India has vaccinated less than 3% of the population, but the number of new cases per day is 400,000. Why not say that India has vaccinated 200 million people? In numbers, it is next to the US. In number of cases as a percentage of the population, India is the lowest among countries with reasonable population at 1.05%, but they will talk numbers. Maharashtra death toll will reach 100,000 shortly, but they do not write that Maharashtra population is 125 million. As against this, Italy, a developed nation, has 126,000 death and a population of 60 million. The UK, France, Spain all have equally bad numbers comparable with Italy. When you are hit by a COVID-like tsunami, each and every nation has fumbled. The word COVID came into vocabulary in late 2019 or early 2020. The governor of an Italian state went to the airport to receive and embrace Chinese coming from a direct flight from Wuhan to show that there was nothing serious about COVID. As late as October 2020, I landed in San Francisco from an early morning direct flight from Delhi. We had an emergency to travel to the US, we were prepared for any eventuality. We were required to fill undertakings saying that any expense incurred due to quarantine will be borne by us. We kept all the documents, including COVID-negative reports, ready for display. My observation was that the only thing that we did not see was a banner saying, there is no COVID in the US. After a few months, we had a similar experience at Seattle Airport, where there were long queues to hell with social distancing. Thank God, people at least wore masks. There have been errors made by each government. In China, the government itself hides everything, but in democracy, there is no such leeway. Everything is exposed, and nothing can be hidden. One can understand the opposition parties talking rubbish. I am using the word understand because I do not want to say something nasty. But the so-called intelligentsia, expert in every subject in the world kind of people should shut up or use their brains. Wars and pandemic are the ultimate tests for any nation in the world. India nipped the Chinese attack by pushing back aggressively in Galwan. Even in the case of Galwan, the experts got hold of satellite pictures that can be bought for a couple of hundred dollars. Then they got hold of armchair experts who were giving, what else, the armchair advice. Come on, there are active and recently retired people who had been involved in the Galwan area. Why every Tom, Dick and Harry was talking about it rather than real experts talking. The non-Indians are depicted in most cases in the picture displayed above. They look at India depending on what they hold, the tail, the leg, or the body. But are Desi experts? What happens to them? They know that India has super rich, 
rich and a large middle class. Then there is an even larger poor population whose life is depending on their day-to-day earning. What else could any government have done differently if these daily wages workers decided to suddenly go to their native places in droves? If we have to die we will go home and die was the logic for which there was no answer. By the time workers realized that their homes were also equally poor, they were stuck. A similar thing happened during the recent second COVID wave. The spread was so rapid that the daily new cases galloped from two to three to four hundred thousand daily new patients. It is now proven that this variant called Delta is 40% more transmissible compared to all previous variants. This led to shortages of medicines, beds, and the most critical oxygen. By the time authorities realized this, patients had started dying due to lack of oxygen. I will not go into details of oxygen procurement as that is a subject for a blog. But no country in the world could have geared up in a short period for a vast country like India. Add to that, the number of new patients was shooting up. Many countries in the world rose to the occasion, and they donated something and sold some things out of turn. Our experts started making dramatic statements. African countries like Kenya sent something as a friendly gesture. Bangladesh did the same. India had to take the help of countries like Kenya and Bangladesh were statements made by these experts. These were gesture gifts, and India did not need them. It was their way of saying, we are with you. What to do with experts who have an anti-India phobia? Some of them these days write like politicians. Whatever the current government does is wrong. In the picture above, these experts are depicted as blind men. Their eyes need to be opened, and they should be told that India is as good or as bad as any other country, developed or underdeveloped. In fact, in COVID management, India has done better than many developed countries. I understand your difficulty, experts need to justify the dollars or euro that they get. I hope the currency is not yuan.